This is Daylight Magazine coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segments designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. Hello, dear friend. Welcome to Reflections. Today's nugget is titled, Casualties of Sin. Sin is a betrayal of trust. As such, it has many casualties, even when repented of. Here is one. Sin waves our rights to be believed, giving falsehood 
an undeserved platform to legitimize itself. Whenever we sin, we give our enemies an opportunity to exploit our spiritual failure to advance their own personal, ideological, and political agenda. Gossip, false accusations, slander, and libel become rife as people try to cash in on our failure. Though painful, we learn from David's encounter with Shimei that God sometimes allows such hurts to come our way in order to deepen our repentance. However, with time and through the mercies of God, the voice of the penitent will be heard. This is written by Dr. Samuel Corantin Pippin. And for more thoughts nuggets, please visit eaglesonline.org and click on Weekly Thoughts Nuggets. I am Margaret Aberbrasser, your presenter. Thank you for listening. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. Note down this quotation and read afterwards. That is Psalm 139. Read from chapter 1 to the last verse. The verse 1 to 24. Examine yourself. Sometimes our sins can block answers to prayer. Let the prayer of the psalmist be one of yours. Search me, O God, and know my thoughts. See if there be some wicked way in me. Cleanse me from every sin and set me free. Remember, God is all-seeing, all-knowing, all-powerful, and everywhere present. God knows us. God is with us. And His greatest gift is to allow us to know Him. He is ready to search you. Examine yourself. And if you cannot find anything, ask God to search yourself. And then... Ask him for forgiveness so that your prayers will be answered. God bless you. I am Belle Dollarville.
Hello lovely people. I am Sandra Ahia and with me here is our own Pastor Solomon Apia. Please are welcome. Thank you Sandra. The Jonah saga is a lesson topic and that is what we have been looking at throughout the week. Yes. The Jonah saga. Sandra, I think we have learned great lessons on missions here. Sure. God used Jonah as the pioneer to extend the gospel that was given to the Israelites to other nations. That is the fundamental thing that we need to understand. If we only are willing to avail ourselves to the Lord in spite of our weaknesses, God can use us. Many a times, people give the excuse that I have not come to understand the Bible very well. I have not gone to Bible school. I am not a church leader. I am this. I am that. I cannot speak. I cannot do that. So why should I go on missions for the Lord? God is not looking for our ability. He is only looking for us to be able to and be willing to avail ourselves for his use. And then he will use us greatly. And the whole of Nineveh, the whole of the world, would be converted to him. In fact, throughout the Gospels, in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, the Synoptic Gospels, we see Jesus instructing the disciples specifically to go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. Now, Jonah, after he had been given this commissioning, decided to run away. And so here we see again his humanness, his human tendencies and human weaknesses. He thought that by going into the ship and heading opposite to where God has sent him, he was going to escape from the sight of God. But God, whose eyes are everywhere and sees everything, saw him even in the sea. He responded by sending a storm over the sea and Jonah found himself in the belly of the big fish. Even there in the belly of the big fish, we see the grace of God being manifested in the life of this disobedient prophet. After he had prayed to God and asked for forgiveness and had made a vow to God that if you save me, I'll proclaim, I'll declare to the entire world that you are the only one who is able to save and that salvation is of you, Jehovah. And so the lesson for us is that in spite of our weaknesses, in spite of the fact that we have drifted and strayed away from the Lord, if we pray and confess our sins, then God is willing to forgive us and to embrace us and to bring us back again and to use us again. Some time ago, you used to be very, very, very spiritual. You used to be very active in the church. You used to be very active in evangelism. But because you have allowed sin to overrule you, you have allowed selfishness and pride to overrule you, you do not do evangelism again. The call is going out to you today that you should also repent from your evil ways. Like Jonah, pray unto the Lord and ask for grace and God will come and grant you grace and will use you again as his prophet to preach the gospel to all the world where you find yourself. Now, the message that Jonah gave to the Ninevites, it was a message of judgment. The Ninevites were in every area of their life against what God was doing. They, in their businesses, in their religious life, in their social interaction, and in everything that they did, they were contrary to the will of God. 
And so God sent the prophet with that same message. Go and tell them that they should repent and give themselves to God. If they fail to do that, then destruction will come. But if they heed and obey the will of God, then they will be saved. And so that was the message Jonah went to preach. And so when he got to Nineveh at last, he opened up his mouth and said, 40 days more, and Nineveh, this great city, will be consumed. And when they heard this message, they became repentant. They, in fact, they, they, they tore their clothing and they wore sackcloths to indicate that they were sorry, they were remorseful, they were repentant, and they confessed their sin, they sat in ashes, they bathed ashes, to tell us that indeed they were sorry for what they had done. And so that message was preached to them. Throughout the generations, God's message has always been one. God says that he has created us, and we have sinned, and we have gone away from him. But his message has always been that we should return to him. We should repent and come back to him, and then he will save us. That is why the Christian message is to preach Christ, him crucified, and him coming again. And that is the entire gospel that we are supposed to preach. And when we have preached that gospel... Let us accept the fact that God is willing to save people from every nation. And so let us be free and interact and show brotherliness to people wherever. It does not matter what the race, the gender, the culture, whatever differences we may have. Once we have come to accept Jesus, we are all one in him. And so here in this week's lesson, we have been looking at the universality of of God's mission of saving mankind. Human beings are everywhere in the world and God's purpose is to save all men everywhere in the world. And that is what Jonah started. And it is a mission that was initiated by God and God has called us into that mission so that we can be in that mission together with him. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking us through the whole lesson. Dear friend, the good Lord has been so good to us. And what I wish to say now is that the book of Jonah shines a bright light on the wideness of God's mercy and the depth of his patience, both for the pagan sinners of Nineveh and the reluctant prophet God chooses for his mission. As the drama unfolds, we are left with no doubt that relying on our own wisdom and inclinations is a poor way to approach mission. Only through submission to God's leading can we begin to understand the scope of his mission plan and our role within it. Amen. Amen. Upon this note, our pastor will pray with us that whatever we have learned about Jonah, the good Lord himself, make his way. Our Father, you've led us through this story of Jonah and you have taught us the value of souls. Help us that, Lord, even the mission you have given to us will be able to send that message to all people everywhere and then they will come to hear about you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. May the good Lord bless you in all that we do. And as we move out of our houses to our various workplaces, may he impact into us the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding so that wherever we may find ourselves, others will know that indeed we are the true sons and daughters of the living God. Yeah. 
May his will be done in our lives now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. Any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or plus two three three two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five. Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. so hard I long for relief still my deepest pain I'm sharing with you only I caught a glimpse of light a change is within sight and I'm ready for the greatest love of all I will open Welcome, listeners. This is Moment of Truth. Before I begin with my sermon today, I would like us to pray before we start. Heavenly Father, unto you our voices are sent high. We ask in the mighty name of Jesus that you use me as a vessel to preach your word. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. My caption for this sermon, brothers and sisters, is seeking Jesus, abiding in him. Memory verse for my topic is Matthew 6, verse 33. It says, Seek ye, ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all other things shall be added unto you. 
To seek means to desire, to yearn, to strive, to ask, to search, to get eager, to acquire knowledge about something. That something I present to you this evening is no other thing or person than Jesus. Brothers and sisters in Christ, Christ is our model of faithfulness. That's Hebrew 3, 1 to 6. In John 14, verse 6, Jesus says he is the way, the truth, and the life. In our quest for the kingdom of God, which is in heaven, the truth will set us free. John 8, 32. And will prepare us for the way or will draw us nearer with the truth. Hebrews 10, 22. And eventually, he will lead us into life eternal. John three sixteen and John 17, 3 talks of eternity for as Christians. Now, after seeking and getting to know Jesus, or having served Jesus, and because he'll be good to you, you are required to abide in him. Friends, to abide in Jesus is to grow in him because he is our model. The caption for Hebrew 3 verse 1 going says, Christ is our model of faithfulness. As Christians, we should let the memory of what Christ has endured for us silence every morning thought. Hallelujah. Friends, abiding in Christ, there is the need to grow in Him. Growing in Christ as Christians, there is the need to know your God. All protocol is seized when we see Jesus. Hallelujah. And so by faith, we receive our healing. Let us trust in the Lord and approach Him in prayer. Seeking Jesus, three things to know. One. Trust fully in the Lord. Remain faithful to the Lord. Friends, my brothers and sisters, it is one thing to trust in the Lord and another thing altogether to remain faithfully in Him. Our own feet must be set firmly upon the solid rock, Jesus Christ. I present to you, Jesus, you must seek Him. Also, we have to communicate to God as your father and friend. Sometimes we don't just have to pray, but to talk to him, Lord. The Lord has given us assurance to call him in the day of trouble, Psalm 50, verse 15. Secondly, do not be tempted even if you are pressed hard in seeking Jesus. So long as we are in the world, we shall meet with adverse influences. There will be provocations to test the temper. And it is by meeting these in the right spirit of God that the Christian graces are developed. Ellen White once estimated in her book, Happiness in Life, page 23. In the case of Daniel, trial, God intervened physically. Daniel 3, 16 to 18. Be united in faith and prayer. Daniel showed a good leadership. He united with Shadrach, Mesach, and Abednego. And they prayed with faith and God intervened physically. Hallelujah. At times the Lord permitted the fires of affliction to assail us so that we might be tested. By faith he will know our stand that we may be purified. The one thing that we know, we should take note of Daniel 3 verse 16 to 18 is that Daniel in seeking Jesus was focused and he was not overcome by the devil in Jesus' name. Also, Daniel protected his integrity. 
Daniel knew the God he was serving and decided not to bow despite the threats of death or the threats to kill him. Daniel also obeyed God rather than men. In seeking Jesus, when you are tempted, try to obey God than to obey man. The mere hearing of sermons, Sabbath and Sabbath, the reading of the Bible true and true, the spatiation of it verse by verse will not benefit us or those who hear us unless we bring the truths of the Bible into individual experience. Ellen White once estimated in Happiness in Life, page 44. Brothers and sisters, trials and obstacles are the Lord's chosen methods of discipline and his appointed condition of success. The word of God says that those who know their God will always stand firm. Remember, to obey is better than to sacrifice. Just as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and Daniel, their leader, stood firm, I entreat you to also stand firm in seeking Jesus, and all other things shall be added unto you. Amen. Remember also that prayer is the key to open doors. Don't wait until something happens before you seek God's face in prayer. Daniel and his colleagues in seeking Jesus prayed every day. Beloved, I entreat you to seek Jesus, and Jesus in seeking him has promised life eternity for us. Will you give yourself to Jesus now? Will you give yourself to Jesus? He said we should seek him, and all other things shall be added unto us. Amen. As I bring my sermon to a close, I would like to add this, that in seeking Jesus, we must humble before him. Accept him as our personal savior and he will grant us the life eternal. God bless this word and bless you as you listen and I treat you to seek Jesus and you see a new change in your life. This is your brother Gabriel Odrobama with his presentation. God bless you. Amen. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or plus two three three two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu dot edu dot gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five. Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now. <laughs>